Welcome to the 13th floor, ladies and gentlemen, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am somehow your host this week. The moderator is MIA. He's supposed to be here. We put out an APB for him. We got the searchlight going from the top of the building. Uh, so hopefully we find him. He may join us. But in the meantime, I got my squad here. We don't have the whole squad. Uh, we'll get some shout outs in a little bit here, but I'm going to go to my main man, Jay Dace first. What's happening, sir? What's going on, man? Uh, another beautiful day in paradise, as always. Wonderful, wonderful. Then I've got Mike D in the building. How'd it do? Another legendary day in Zamunda. Ah, legendary in Zamunda. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I still don't know how I feel about them coming out with a part two for that. Yeah. They can't. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. man. Eddie yeah. in it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Arsenio? I don't know if Arsenio's in it. I would imagine he is, though. He's not doing anything else. Might as well. Old. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, before we go any further, I got Faison that's here with us today. Sir, what's happening? What's going on, people? Uh, as always, happy to be here. Happy I can make it. Uh, it's a rough night, but uh, I'm, I'm here. And I'm, I'm excited, and I want to get this thing going. So thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, crew. Good, 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 good. Um, so shout out to the lady in the background, um, in Jay's um, space there. How you doing? <laughs> you like to acknowledge every, everybody's presence. But, uh, right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> and since we're shouting people out, let's give a shout out to uh, Fresh, uh, you know, our resident DJ, our entre pro ninja, uh, is uh overseas in haiti and um doing uh helping to uh capture some mission work mm -hmm. um but he was also rocking out it looked like a packed i don't know what it was but it looked like it had to be maybe 250 300 people um and he was djing and man talk about international man of 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 uh of uh, just entertainment at this point. So I'm sure he'll have some more nicknames when he gets back, but shout out to fresh overseas. And that's why he's not with us today. We know sure. if that was phase on, he'd be found a way right, right. to chime in from <laughs> where he was. You know that. I like it. That's a check-in. We see that picture he showed through our glasses like we did the last time. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what we're talking about, man, just go back and start watching from episode one, um, and catch up. You'll catch all the stuff that we bring up that we reference. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start with the light stuff today, fellas, because I, I have a feeling the conversation is gonna get real heavy when mm. we get into our topic of the day. But um, and before we get there, we'll, we'll do some light stuff, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not. Um, went and got yourself um, something to take notes on. Today is definitely the day you want to. When we get to the main topic, we will hit some stuff. Um, that's that's pretty, man, like when, when we hit you with it, you're going to be like, wow, I really want to make sure that uh, I, I write that down. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, who still has a unbroken bracket? <laughs> I, I, I didn't do a bracket. I didn't do, um, yeah, I didn't do yeah, a bracket either. I didn't do a bracket either. 
Nope. Well, I, I told you guys that my bracket will always be a losing bracket because I always put Miami in the Final Four. So, yeah. <laughs> with that yeah. being the case, I will never. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you, you will eventually. I'll be like eventually, but currently in the current spectrum of the biz, of our of our studious uh, athletes, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and then by, by the time the podcast comes out, I'm not sure what day. I don't know when the national championship is. is. That next weekend, I don't know. Uh, yeah, next Saturday, Monday. Yeah. Who's still in right now? Uh, Texas Tech and whoever just beat Duke, Michigan State. Michigan oh, State. Duke lost. Uh, yeah. Virginia and uh, Auburn. I'm going to say Virginia. I'm sorry, uh, Michigan State's going to win. There oh, yeah, going all the way. Yeah. Iran, yeah, Iran, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's funny, man. It just seems like like college basketball is just – it's not what it used to be. Like, there's not all this excitement. And I remember people just trying to make a way that they were going to watch, you know, the whole tournament however they could. And it just doesn't seem like that's the same thing going on now. Or maybe I just have more responsibilities now so I don't get a chance. Nah, to right? They're not, they're not there as long, so you don't get to know people. I mean, it's like by the time you get to know a name, they gone and you go back to watch the same team again and they the same players. Like Kentucky get a different starting five every year. So yeah, it ain't really like you have an affiliation to a team, but – you can't even really start to like like the Big East ain't the Big East no more. It get right. Big conferences. Right. It's crazy. Huh. Interesting. And I'm waiting for Brett to get on before I go to this next thing because I don't even know. There he is. Uh, there he is. The moderator is <laughs> in the building. B. Jones is here. Uh, welcome, sir. Welcome. Hey, what's happening? Y'all hear me? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you sound like uh, you sound like the microphone is in a shoebox up under the bed. Right. And you're talking like, that uh, direction. Oh, let's see. I don't know some helium. Is your, mic, is your mic plugged in? Mic's plugged in, but I'm on a new computer, man. I got this uh, Spectre with the uh, you know the USB C port, so I had to get one of these fancy, you know, adapters. Hubs. Yeah, so I don't know if it's it says it's using the blue mic, but uh, I don't know. America, let me know how I sound. You might need to turn up your gain on the mic or from the computer. One of them. Let's play with it. But you can go ahead, sir, while I figure this thing on out. Yeah, man. I, I just, uh, man, look, I don't know this dude. I don't, I don't follow him. I don't listen to his music. But, and I'm pretty sure at least three of us out of the five probably don't listen to his music. Um, I only know of him because he dates Lauren or dated Lauren London. But uh, I guess rest in peace to uh, Nipsey Hussle. What? Whoa. What? Yeah. yeah, Nipsey Hussle, man, was shot uh, what? in front of his store today and passed away. Wow. Oh, well, don't do that to me. I know he was dating Lauren Luckin. Didn't that, wasn't that Lil Wayne's ex-baby mama? Yeah, yeah they, they have a two-and-a-half-year-old together. Relationship, though. Like, everybody knew them together or whatnot, and they were, like, a staple for a while. Not married, wow. but, like, together or whatever. Who? Exactly. Neighborhood <laughs> nip, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the marathon, victory lap. I know Nipsey, Nipsey Russell. Wow. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, what? Wow. You don't know who Nipsey Russell is. Wow. You don't know who Nipsey Russell is? What do you mean? I guess. <laughs> it's like West Coast rap. All, what? Nipsey Russell is like. Yeah, you guys just reminded me of um, 
what was that Chris Rock movie where he was president? I think it was called Head of State. Head of State, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Bernie Mac was his VP. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody asked uh, Bernie Mac what he thought about NATO. Um, and he's like, I don't like him. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean you don't like him? He's like, you're talking about NATO Jenkins, right? He's like, oh, man, you don't know about NATO? He said, well, apparently I don't know about NATO and you don't know who NATO Jenkins is. So, Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, I guess, man, rest in peace to him. Um, But, man, since you're here, man, let's jump into this topic, man. I'm excited to get to it. Um, Our our topic today, we are going to talk about the movie Us Mm. by uh, Jordan Peele. Mm. And uh, there are mixed reviews out there right now. Um, some people say it, it's a horrible movie. Like, what did I just watch? Because they don't know what they looked at. Because they don't know what they're looking at. They 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 went in there for entertainment, not 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 for not for edutainment, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's just many layers to the movie. So I thought it would only be appropriate. We we made the listeners wait a week. We gave them a chance to go see the movie. So um, if you haven't seen it, coming. yeah, spoiler alert: it's about to happen. Uh, out of the five of us that are on today, the only one that hasn't seen it is Mike D, and that's okay because he's not going to because he doesn't like scary movies. Sure don't. So, <laughs> I'm gonna get on the phone with Michael, and I'm gonna just have him walk around your house with a scissors, like hanging like this, just walking. Around. <laughs> you know, I had to have him, man. I saw the commercial; that did enough for me. Was, about a week ago, I didn't want to go downstairs and get pizza because I thought I'd close the door and I see myself standing behind the refrigerator door. I'm good. <laughs> Let's help you get to your weight goal. You're going to get so, that 225. Right. So it's, funny. it's funny to hear him say that because when we start talking about the themes and the layers of the movie, he's going to be very involved. So let's, well, let's just. Before you do that, I, I want to say that I was one of those people that me left the theater and was like, I don't know what I just watched, but it was. 100%. Good. 100%. I was like, bro, this. I, I, was like, I, I didn't want to call it stupid. But I'm, cause I'm like, I was like, what the? F-? But I knew there was something yeah. there. Yeah. I didn't know what. I didn't know at, at first glance. I'm like, I don't know what he's trying to tell me. I know there's, right. I know there's, there's layers right. here, but it's I have not gotten it yet. I know it. I got a good feeling. I was like, let me just go home. Let me just relax my mind, and then I'll I'll read about what's happening, what's saying. And I was like, oh, I got that now. I got that. I got that. But I first didn't grab it at all. I grabbed. I grabbed. Um get out easily, but didn't get this one at all. So he got me, it was, yeah, he totally uh, made me think about this one. So looking forward I to- I don't get how they're intertwined. Well, I guess we can talk about that, my bad, my bad. What's that, you mean get out, get out and- um, How and are this? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily have an explanation for you on that, man. I can I maybe- heard, I heard it for you, but. that it's a, it's a um, continuation of get out. Oh, in, in a sense, it depends on what theme you got from it. So if you got the theme from Get Out and you caught the subliminals from this one, which we'll probably piece together for all of those who haven't done a um, a search on the movie to get it, you know, a synopsis and, uh, you know, get the thoughts on how it was all put together. But I think once we get all of our varying perspectives on what we got from it, it might be able to tie it together uh, for you a little bit more as far as how they kind of not necessarily build on each other, but they blend as far as um, the message, I guess. Yeah. I'm All right. So, so, so let's not keep holding out. So, Brett, go ahead, man. Talk to us. Tell, tell us, tell us what you saw. I don't want to go first because then I don't know if I'll leave anything else for anybody else. 
Uh, yeah, you might not. Um, so if you, so I only saw probably about seventy percent of the movie, and I was trying to rewatch it. I got a decent copy or whatnot uh, from a friend's friend's friend, and um, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I'm trying to. I'm I'm still in the mix of of watching it, so I'm up until the point where the family like gets into the driveway, but I remember most of that. But for me, I feel like us is the U.S. Um, it is America, and I know they, the, it, it kind of all came together for me when she says it at one point in the movie, and then they do the whole flashback. flashback. She says it. She says it. So, so, so let's, let's, she says it when uh, Winston Duke Gabe goes outside and asks him, who are you people? And she says, we are Americans. Right. And so that kind of started me down the path of, okay, they come, they take, and now they're afraid of it being taken back, so to speak. But it's kind of, um, it's kind of reversed. And so that's why I was trying to watch it to make sure like I'm not crazy or just pulling it, not, not really pulling it all together. But the, uh, the, What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Red, um, Lupita? Lupita. The Lupita that got away was essentially the, the Lupita that stole her life. Right. We'll call we her agree Red. on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's call it. Let's call the one. We'll call, call Red. Red. We'll call Red, Red the, the, uh, the original or the one that's below. We'll call her Red. Because she's right. Red is the, the actual real person. Right. So Red yep. steals this life from a seemingly happy um, young, young lady, whatever, whatever. She wants a better life. So she comes, she steals this life. She makes a great life, but she ends up throwing the lady, the, the other, what, what are we calling the other? Other. Um, yeah, the other one. So we're call, yeah, the other. <laughs> ends up throwing her basically in the dungeon. And she has to live a life way beyond what she should. And but so, the other was the actual. Correct. Okay, so so look, so, so, so let's so let's do this, right? Okay, let, let's go back. Okay, the movie's called Us, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's 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 a it's a twofold premise as far as the name of it being Us, mm-hmm. meaning that in each of us as individuals, we have a part of us that we like, and then we have parts of us we try to suppress. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that was and, the most apparent message. And when, when, when we try to suppress that other part, we're not really whole. And it's almost like there's a part of you that's in hell and there's a part of you that's living above ground. Mm-hmm. And that's why you had them having to go down and keep going down and you keep going down because mm-hmm. that part of you is in hell and you are essentially in hell because you can't ascend higher, which then gets into the whole numerology part of it. But I won't get that deep yet. Um, with, with the who? The what part? Numerology part of it. There, 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 oh wow! There's, okay. There's, there's there's some scripture part to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is J- J- Jeremiah eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. But then even the numbers eleven eleven have a significant thing in numerology where eleven is a master number, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if you guys remember when she went and they won the prize, and the guy asked her, "Which prize do you want?" And she said, "I want number 11. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. no, no matter how you flip the, the number eleven, it's oh, still eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember so, saying like the number eleven is a mirror image of each, of itself, if you will. Yeah. So, and then, correct. 
the movie Us, the title Us, you know what I mean? Just, right. It's, all, it's duality. And it's, oh, and it's fine. It's, it's, it's a duality. Right. So you're absolutely right. Um, but I also thought that there was a piece in there where it was, okay, you took the original person and she ends up being below, right? She's, she's the shadows. And then you got this other person that's in the light. But to me, there was a theme there of environment plays a very important role in what happens because you took somebody that should have been a bad seed and you put them in an ideal situation and she flourished. Whereas, whereas the original person you took her now put her in a situation that wasn't ideal and now she's just gone nuts. She's crazy. Exactly. Um, And so that's what it was for me, that piece of it. I mean, it was this, you know, when we talk about, I think we had a, y'all had a conversation a few weeks back when it was like, you talked about white culture or whatever. I wasn't on that podcast. Mm -hmm. And, but when you look at this family, they are, he has a boat, you know, this is traditional white culture. You know what I'm saying? People like beach house, lake house, you don't traditionally see that or aren't aren't necessarily shown that with, with black people. So I thought that was, um, that might not have been intentional, but I thought that was a piece to it. So you have this good, great environment where you can flourish and be absolutely anything, including the exact opposite of what you came from. And then you parallel that with society today. Mm-hmm. Those with the opportunity yeah, but- tend to have, more success don't go by that too quickly right because i think what was happening in the movie if you google the seven deadly sins right which is like lust envy greed Uh that type Mm -hmm. of stuff you see that all manifested in the movie true right and even if you look at the people that were below they all either had some type of addiction um or they you could tell that they were greedy whatever even even the white family that ends up getting killed right yep they had about three of them easily right there easily easily right the girls are very much into vanity Mm -hmm. um and they they judge people and didn't want to hang with people for certain reasons Mm -hmm. um it and i mean i skipped one um fearing yourself having a fear of, of of dealing with yourself was a big thing right and i think that's why the starring family lived mm-hmm. because they were willing to go face their fear. Whereas everybody else around was kind of like dying off and it's because they were running from their fears and okay. they ended up getting killed. So did, ahead, Jay. did Red, cause this is the one who stole the life, right? Like she was the, yes. the bad and she came up, right? Okay. So did she forget that she was down there? No, not at all. No, you didn't see it. The so the you, they show you little pieces of that, right? You remember yeah. when she started twitching near the end? Right, 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 right. And she looked at her son, and her son put the mask back on. Like, oh snap! What am I to do? What I got to do to my mom's? Right. But it's like she kind of remembered at the end that she was like, oh snap! I'm the bad one. No, no. It, I wouldn't necessarily I, say she's the bad one. I think that she was the prepared one, and I think throughout that movie she helped prepare her children in several ways. So like with her daughter and she was like, you know, run with her son, go, um, you know, show him your, your, your tricks or whatever. It's like, she put, she, she came from that element. So she was already, she, she kind of knew what she was dealing with, even though she was at a young age, she didn't grow to her adulthood in it. She had an idea of how to deal with herself basically. And I think that's how she was able to overcome it. But again, this is me missing pieces of the movie. Right. And she she actually goes through and 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 
has the flashback of, oh, wait, I was pulled in. Yeah. And this girl, they show her changing her clothes into the mm-hmm. clothes that she had on and she pops back out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's who was in the back of the mom and dad's vehicle. Mm-hmm. Huh? So, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Mike, I'm trying to tell you, man, you need to see this, man. Right. Look, yeah. this movie, bro. It's crazy, though. You need to watch it's it crazy. because there's just so many layers to it. Like, even when she was talking to the son, remember at one point she told the son to take his mask off. Mm-hmm. Right? And that yeah. was, look, don't hide who you are. Face who you are, right? And become whole. And that's how he ended up beating himself. If you look at it, they all yeah. beat themselves. Yeah, 100%. And then once he beat himself, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm putting my mask back on because I'm a whole person now. And I think that that was a major theme of the movie is you becoming a whole person because if you go up and you, man, look, let me find Jeremiah eleven eleven for y'all. I was just looking at it. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. I can read it. There's I'll a piece read. of the movie. And so I kind of differ. Well, I thought differently when it came to the end and he put his mask back on when he was in the car. And I thought... And I'm, I missed this part of the movie, but I heard that he was in a locker or something and he overheard. Yes. So he the overheard whole... the conversation between Red, his, his true mother, and mm-hmm. the one whose life got stolen. Yes. And so for me, when I'm like, okay, if he, he overheard that conversation and he just watched his mom badass this whole situation, he's like, I, th- I, I don't know if he's more fearful of her and knowing who she is, what she did, and what she's capable of versus you know him putting his mask on and being okay with himself no nah, i think he, he looked the way he was looking at her he put his mask on like he was plotting i don't like, know what i gotta do i'm about to have to kill my moms right like, you know exactly. what i mean like, you know what I'm saying? like that's how he put his mask on mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's what i got from that moment that's what i thought that's what i thought as well too that it was that weird like okay all right, like, I'm at this. Kind of like, over yet. This is not the uh, end. Oh shit! Still got more. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's pretty much the vibe I got. Like I know you know that I know you know. Right, right, right. So, we gotta understand it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So Jeremiah eleven eleven. Um. Man, I gotta find it. So you guys keep. I got it. Mike, Mike got I it. it. Oh, what is it, Mike? There. Uh, therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, mm-hmm. I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. But it's the 11. So like from verse one through 10, is yes. Jeremiah hearing this from God as he's talking about the children of Israel leaving Egypt. Right. But. Um, he's also saying that God gave you everything that you needed and when you go against him, right? Right. So, so in God giving you false prophets, you needed, and, right. That includes the worst parts of you. God still made that. So if you try to deny that, mm. you're denying God. Mm. And all of that is being said in verses one through ten before you get to the eleven eleven. Right. Mm-hmm. Or incline their ear, but walked everyone in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore, I will bring upon them all the words of the covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they but they did them not, which is eight. Um, and it kind of goes through the whole thing, getting up to a 10. Wow. Yeah. So, so, the, so the people underground is the quote unquote, is that the quote unquote evil, if you will, evil, that right? came upon us? However, 
it is perceived evil. And that's where Brett and the whole United States thing comes in because I think it was dual. And again, it being us. So the many versions that we have of ourselves that really it's one person. And if we just accept that and embrace it, uh, we become a whole person that we can now ascend. Right. Okay. As opposed to being where we're at. Right. So it's almost like you look at um, the earth is pur purgatory when they go down in, in the, in the little uh, fun house or whatever it is, they go down. Now you're in hell, right? If you want to ascend further than from purgatory, you need to accept both parts of you. But I feel like they weren't giving us a chance. To, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't in the movie, but I feel like they weren't giving people a chance to accept the other half. Cause they was offing them. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was like, you, maybe it's like, you've been denying me for so long. Now it's my turn to live. Right. Well, here's like why you should have been living. Right. Here's why. So you remember the part with the rabbits in the cages, right? Right. So it was rabbits in cages and it was in a classroom setting. Right. So it's almost like people have been in an experiment th through the government for mm -hmm. a long time. And because we've been kind of taught or hardwired to want more only show the best of us right think about social media you only show the best of you you don't show the things that are going wrong with you right so it's one big experiment yeah. so of course when those ugly things come up and if you think about the people that were in the lower as i said they were they were either diseased gambling drinking mm -hmm. minorities you didn't see a whole lot of just straight up just oh man it looks like a, just a regular everyday white person Right. Everything was something that uh, in some shape, form or fashion is shunned in the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. So you take the U.S. now. Right. Which us. It was a capital U and a lowercase s. Right. Yep. If it was United States, it would be capital U, capital S. So now you have the breakdown of the United States. So it goes from United States, which with a capital S, it states lowercase s united states a state of so you're we're all united in a state of what wow oh, man sorry america if y'all can see yes <laughs> they get out pencil and paper right they get out right. pencil and paper and they did unite you know what i mean they did that that bridge of uh i forgot what it was called in the big hands, hands across america hands across america so is that like them saying like yo this is the way it should be you know, well, no, that was that was her. That was her only way of knowing at the point in life when she was pulled down. That was the only way she knew that to remind him that hey, we this is what this is what I remember as a united front. This is what we stand right. for. So because she had not grown past that point, all she knew was that that was it. That was the this must be right. This is what we have to do. Even right. though some of them in that chain link, that some of them had to literally commit suicide and kill themselves to hold that right. link across because. America has so many water pockets that in order for it to happen, people are walking in to give themselves away to make it work. Right, right, right. And so it's like, if you don't, like Kate kept saying, if you don't necessarily face yourself on that level and, and accept it so that you can ascend, it can or it will take you out. Yeah. Like, how, like yeah. in the movie, like, you know, they, they, they were taken out by it. So like, if you, yeah. if you keep running from yourself, it will ultimately take you out. Yeah, think, think about it. Think, think about the family, right? And, and let's remember, so the house that, that they went to was a vacation home, mm -hmm. right? And it was a hand-me-down from somebody's grandmother or whoever. Adelaide's mom, yeah. Right, Adelaide's mom, right? And then 
they had the friends that were there and they had upgraded theirs. They had a backup mm-hmm. generator. They had all this stuff. Yep. And when the wife came and told the husband, right. And we're talking about the white family. Now, when the wife came and told the husband, Hey, I think there's some noise outside, go see what it is. And he was like, nah, I'd rather just stay right here and be comfortable in my chair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And that was it right there. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable here. So I'm not going to try to improve myself. I'm not going to go face my fear because I'm comfortable and complacent where I'm at. Yeah. So that fear came and got them. That's why they all got killed. So the regular people got killed by the people in the red. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Majority of them. And then the people in the red were the original people. No, no, no. only, That's only, Adelaide. only, only Lupita's character was the original. But everybody else was from hell. Was a copy um, or, or a clone or some kind of experiment. Yeah, you, uh, you, it's 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 the best. It's the worst parts of you in in another form that's just like cast away. Cast so the boy that was in the red is the one that was talking to the mom for the real. That was in her real self. The mom was not the real mom. Well, no, no. The boy, the boy in the red was was from the original. But okay, so whatever happens to you Mm -hmm. above ground, Mm -hmm. some there's some variation of it that happens to you below ground. But in a negative sense, like in the worst possible. Yeah, in the worst possible way. So if I got you a toy for Christmas, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. below gets a toy, but it's gonna have sharp edges. It's gonna cut their hand every time they try to play with it. Right. All types of craziness like that. And for you, it's just like a basketball. Because you're playing with it, they play with it too. They're literally mirroring your images. So every time that you did something, you have more joy, they have more pain. Right. Oh, so that's why they're trying to kill you. So that way they can get your joy. So if you stop having joy, they'll stop having pain. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, it's free. Why you gotta put that in the scary flick though? Why you can't it's, just it's not it's not a scary movie. Only scary movie. You know what? That's that's what's funny about the movie because the themes in the movie are something that you could go to church and get the same theme in church. But uh-huh. not right? to take away from the like the theme of it, but even the presentation of the commercial and the promo. But if even think about it. In there, it will cause more people to go to hear the message instead of me thinking it's some people with the folks and the crazy people. In the, hey, how, hey, how scary hey, is it to face yourself? Hey, Mike, let me That's ask you a question, my though. Question. <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask you a question, Mike, and we'll come yeah. back to you guys' question, right? There used to be a saying back in the day that they said if you wanted to keep something from black people, you put it where? In a book. You put it in a book. Right. right? So now here's this movie that's labeled a horror movie that the masses are going to go out to see. It's a potential message that could free people, right? And you might get it that, hey, we all need to be our whole self, which I think that movement's already happening where people are becoming whole and they're accepting, look, this is what's wrong with me. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Here's what's right with me is much better than that, but this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And I think because of that, we're starting to now break down the infrastructure in the United States that's keeping us in that experiment now those experiments are failing, right? So if you think about the millennial generation, they want to put a meaning and something behind everything that they do because they're starting to break the mold of that experiment. And they're like, hey, this is who we are. You like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about competing. Yep. Right? So you put it in a movie where most people 
are going to be like, oh, that's a horror movie. I'm not going to go see that. And then there's other people that are just like, ooh, I like being scared. I like jumping. Nobody's expecting that you're going to get this level of education because they're not looking for it. <laughs> nope. Which is the same right. as getting out. Because I, I definitely went into it expecting <clears throat> to jump. You know, I, looked, I, looked, I went into it expecting to be like, oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? But I was like, yo, this is way – it's, like, so deep that it's, like, I'm, like, not necessarily there. But this makes total sense. But yeah. back to the back to the question though, Mike. Like, like I think Brett, you said you had the same thing. Like for it to, I feel like it's perfect placement for it to be put in a horror film because that's one of the scariest things to do is to face yourself. You know what I mean? And see yourself who you truly are. Because all of us got ur- ugly and dirty and dark sides to us that we don't necessarily want to face. But if you can, that's when you ascend, like Kay said, or that you're saved, if you will. But that's not. I got five on it. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's 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 completely like that's a message. Like you can, if if that is a promotion that gets people to come out and want to hear it, but basically it's like you only get the message if you get past the whatever wanting to be. Like if you don't want to see horror movies, you don't get the message unless we had this conversation. Right. So I'll say uh, the way that it was marketed. I only saw one trailer, and I saw the trailer, and you know I thought it was more puppets or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't re- I didn't mm-hmm. think it was like real people. But I saw the one trailer, and the draw for me was was Peel, because I had already seen Get Out. Um, right. So I saw Get Out, and you were familiar, vaguely familiar with Key and Peel. You're like, oh, I gotta go see this now. The, the I got five on it, or whatever the um the marketing like the the light marketing messages. That's all the sugar, you know what I'm saying? Like you attract more more bees with honey. So if I'm gonna get the masses to come see this movie, not only are they coming, well, most people coming because they know my name. They know my my resume and they see some things that they might be able to relate to or it's kind of funny. Then I get them in there and I drop this bomb on them and have them leaving like, well, what the hell did I just watch? Or I drop this bomb on them and I actually make them think about their life or think about how they're dealing with themselves, facing their fear. Or if it's the if it's America looking at them, looking at itself and facing what the. The, the root of an issue is in 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 a, a manner of trying to change it. Like if I if I can get you to the to the to the message, then you can actually right. receive it. If I can't get you there, then it don't matter how great it is. Like uh like bring them in with what they want, but leave them with what they need. Type thing, right. like type so, so 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 think about it. For the longest, we've always said, look, people are being programmed all the time <clears throat> with what you see on TV, media, what you hear on the radio. So all he did was take a platform and say, okay, cool. I'm going to do some unprogramming today. Mm-hmm. But he had to sneak it in there because if they knew that's what was happening, would it have even made it to the big screen? Of course not. Yeah, I know. Mm-mm. By the time it was too late, and that's what he does. He makes it too, he makes it too late to when you feel like you see it deeper. You're like, oh, man, this is – wow, okay, he got it in. He got it in. All right, cool. Because it takes you to leave. It's not – such so abundant where you're you're there he's talking about it saying this is my message i'm putting it in the movie it's more of a like you gotta understand and when you go home you're gonna want to research and read more about it and know and now you're you make yourself more educated understanding the process behind it so and that's what's even more scary because you're now leaving there wanting to do more research and more stuff happening so I, yeah i can absolutely agree with that because all i did was put in jeremiah and 11 11 came up and the first thing you get is four videos of why it's important to read yeah. You see what I'm saying? So and and look, it 
from that that was a theme throughout the movie where um the little girl she was walking by a guy and he had jeremiah eleven eleven on a sign right that was another thing H- homeless people homeless people we we know that they're kind of we act like they don't exist we don't see them in the united states mm-hmm. right even though they just passed a something billion dollar bill um to address um homelessness i saw that on the naacp uh image awards auntie auntie maxine talked uh they just approved that this week mm-hmm. um so yeah so shout out to maxine waters but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. There's just so much research you could go do if you were actually paying attention. Um, there's so much research you could go do right now. And it's House of Judah and House of Israel that's in this thing. In yeah, the, in the verse, that's it. That's all religion. Hmm. <laughs> My see, um, got him. That, and I feel like I see it. What, what, what tripped me out is that nobody could talk, right? None of the none of the Reds could talk, and so because I went to go see it with my lady, and she was like, she was the point that she brought up, and I don't know if this has like significant weight to it, but the re- the reason why maybe the reason why the Red Lupita could talk is because she was the original, like she came from above ground. She came right. from above ground, right? right. But nobody she else, she could talk everybody else, somebody. like they just mumbled or they yelled random noises which is right. why she became the leader as well too because she had a intel maybe level of communication so her first word she talked about was once upon a time because that's what she heard up until uh, life so she knew nothing else after that so she's putting words together but that's why her voice was so so raspy it wasn't because she had a bad voice because she's not being used right yep. so when you're talking now you're talking and it might say oh someone's here so uh because she had to get it out other than just yelling and screaming. And she can yell and scream too because she communicates that. She learned the language because she had to communicate with her husband who was yelling across the, the water back to him. So I had a question. Ooh, which about husband? That. Which husband though? No. Which husband are you talking about? Red, the, 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 club, the, the underground's husband. So Lupita's husband underground. Because literally it's, it's a mirror image. Same family, same husband, same wife, same kid. Like it's all just... A, image right. of them as a family. So the rest of the red family couldn't talk, only the red wife could talk. Yep. Correct. And then it's all the above ground people, oh yeah, because you heard him talking and she was screaming for the boy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, question B. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the movie, right, you got the hands across America scene. All of the reds have killed pretty much all of the regular life people, but Lupita's other or whatever who stole the life actually made it out. What what did y'all take from that? Or what was the symbolism in that for you? What do you mean? Because when I saw it and with my initial um, my initial synopsis or analysis of the movie, um, again, she stole his life um, and she was able to face herself uh, or face that fear of it being taken away from her. Um, but it was what who who it was rightfully owned, you know, who rightfully owned it that was coming back to get their life back. But she was able to to win that battle, so to speak, keep her family and keep on going in, into existence, you know, riding off into the wind or whatever. And then they break to this hands across America and all of the, the Reds, um, you know, holding hands and showing some extreme sign of, of unity. Mm-hmm. But yet and still this person who I guess never really was afforded this life, but never really, um, it wasn't theirs to have to begin with. 
has now taken something that wasn't necessarily theirs, taken what they wanted, taken what they may have felt they were owed, and was able to ride off into the sunset basically with that. Yeah, but remember, the switch happened when they were little girls. Right. It didn't happen when they were grown. So she's grown right. in this, right? She's grown into that, right. So, so either one of them at this point, right? Now, intellectually, she's an adult, but she still came from that from below. Mm-hmm. She was born in that mm-hmm. below. So she still has, there's a balance there because she came from it and then she learned how to adapt up top. Mm-hmm. The other Lupita, which was down there, she's at a disadvantage now because she doesn't have a balance mm-hmm. because she grew up down there. So intellectually, she can't handle up top. Mm-hmm. So you kill one off and it's the one that was most balanced is the one that ended up surviving. So the Couldn't. one that was born up top, so the red wife dies, but the real wife stays with the red family, even though the real wife is the person from the no, red family. No, 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 no. That's her family. Like, no, no. The, so the the original the original one, right? Mm-hmm. So the one that was born up top mm-hmm. ends up being the one that's down below, right? So it's all five reds. Her, her whole life. Okay. Right? Other than she was born up top, but then they switched. So mm-hmm. the one that was born below ends up being up top as a little girl, grows up, goes to school, gets married, has children. So she knows both sides, which is why she told the son, if you stay with me, I will show you how to stay alive. Because mm-hmm. she's up top. Right. I saw that on the video. I mean, right. the okay. Right. So, so she ends up being the one and then she survives and she's with her family that, the only one that really knows anything is the son. But her family is the red family, right? No. Her family is the, is the family up, up top. But keeping with the, the uh, you know, this, this is America theme, can it be like, from, to answer your question, B, is it, um, could it be looked at maybe like from a, an immigrant? Like how, you know, they, they come and they take they don't take, but they come and then they, they're awarded this possibility, this opportunity of a new life and they fight to get it. You know what I mean? And they have a certain level of appreciation typically that we don't have because of we, that we, because we're born into it. And so they fight harder to keep it. And then they, you know, and then they're, they're you know, right off into the sunset. Is that, is that a stretch or is that, can you, can you, can you, can you grab that? Yeah, I think essentially that's that's really what um that's that's one of the things that I kind of took from it. Not necessarily the immigrant, I guess from an immigrant standpoint, because even when I was talking about it that night that um I was trying to piece all of this together, it kind of seemed like a it was just a switcheroo basically of the way that this country and you know the less fortunate you know kind of come about and the those who have kind of come about. So it's this person who started off less fortunate came in. And was like, you know, oh, you guys are living great and I have nothing. So I want to know what it's like to live that way. So I'm going to take that and and basically do what was kind of done in in, in America's birthing. So that's why I say it was a symbolic uh, showing of um, how this country kind of came about. Yeah. And if you think about it, right, she had lived below as a little girl and then she came up top. And remember, the husband kept saying, oh, man. We should get this. Let's get a boat. Let's get let's get a yeah. backup generator. Let's fix this. Let's fix that. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "No, we don't need all that. Yeah, we're good." 
blah, blah, blah. And then if it just, just to address it, look, his, his challenge was, and if you look at him, he was trying to be clean shaven. He had his little glasses. He's speaking real proper. Um, he had on his Howard university t-shirt. Uh-huh. Right. But there was a conflict there because he's not being who he really is. He feels he has to look and portray a certain image in order to be successful and be seen as successful. Right. If you look at his opposite or the one that was from below, he had the full beard. Yep. Right. And he looked like, you know, a dude you would see around the way. Right. He, and he, he was trying to keep up with, uh, trying to keep up with the, uh, the white dude. I don't know his name, but he was trying to like, you yeah. get mad when he, you know, he felt like he was doing better than him. And he's like, yo, I got to keep up with the Joneses. If you will. Yep. 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 That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. So many, uh, so many little gems from this this movie, man. I can't wait to see the next one. Honestly, uh, I want him to. Yeah, I, gonna be I, next I would, I would like for him to put out some type of his vision of the movie and what he was trying to like. Can you put out everything that you were trying to cover in the movie? That's that's I think what he I will really with the DVD where he, where he does his little commentary part. I think that he he did it for. Did he do it for Get Out? On a DVD, like finally had like a panel and he explained what it was. I saw an interview with him and he was like nonchalant with it, man. He wasn't trying to ever lay no. Maybe because it's still fresh, like he don't yeah. want to give it away because people still watching it. But he was like, I ain't trying to give it up nothing. If it was me, I'd probably do something very similar because I right. think that takes away from what right. the intention of the movie is. It's like right. I I made this masterpiece for you to think about it. Right. You know, I want right. you to apply, you know, your own spin on it, what you can get from it. And instead of me basically giving you the keys or the tools or whatever, I think it it, it puts a, a lot more responsibility on the on the the viewer to to put everything together. I'm interested in this first so chapter piece. And just back to back to my original question, how it? I mean, B, I don't think you you I think you're the only one that suggested this. How does this movie tie back into Get Out, or can it? If I'm not mistaken, I think you said that in the group. So, the so with Get Out, right? It was um, the premise was white folks trying to basically take black folks, you know, for whatever it, you know, for their melanin or their eyes or their skin or whatever they could kind of do for you, you know, right? right. Um, and keep you in this sunken place while I kind of keep the sheet, keep you as my sheet or whatever. With this one. I, like I said, I thought it was a little bit reversed, but the theme is still somebody taking, you know, what someone else kind of had, so to speak. Um, and then that's when I put the, you know, that's when I start adding in the historical uh, perspective of how, you know, America was, was brought about, not necessarily, kind of completely foregoing the facing yourself part of it, but that kind of ties into it at the back end, because I think that's the, um, that's the solution that a lot of people want, you know, when it comes to dealing with some of the evils that come with this country being what it is and how great it has become over time. And what a lot of people kind of refuse to do when it comes to taking the next step into the healing and making everything as great as it possibly could be, could be is just facing the fact, you know what I'm saying? Just own, own something, own it. And then that way we can, you know, move past it, not excuse it or act like it never existed. So I think that's the, the parallel between the two. Now, what he's going to do with the third one, I'm not sure because I was told that it was a part of a some trilogy of books that they're um, that they were uh, loosely tied or based to. 
Interesting. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Mike. Mike D. You yes, got to go see the movie, bro. I mean, nah, I'm basically good. ran it down for you, so you don't have nothing. I've seen to enough. I start doing some research. I check out this Jeremiah chapter and see where we go from there. Where it takes us with the numerology, with the eleven, eleven, and then yeah, it's in the, I'm, yeah. no. All right, man, we'll lighten it up for you, bro. I heard y'all talking about the uh, the basketball, college basketball. So who's in the final four now? Uh, you got Michigan State. Who? Uh, Virginia, Texas Tech, and Auburn. Right? Auburn. Who winning? None of us watch. Well, I already said Michigan. I said Michigan State's gonna take it. Michigan I would, you know, you know who I would like to win. I would like Auburn to win. I was gonna say Auburn. I'm just throwing it out there. That's like, everybody, everybody wants uh, wants the um, Cinderella story to win. So I like it for Barkley. He he really like he get a bad rap for what he does as a like a commentator, and he, he genuinely seems to be like a. I won't say a nice guy, but like he's genuine. Like he just wears his honesty on his sleeve, and sometimes that get him into trouble because he say stuff that he shouldn't to be politically correct. Uh, but he genuinely loves that school, so I thought him beating Kenny was kind of cool because they had the whole North Carolina thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really enjoying the whole run by Arbor, so it's good to see him smile and like just be happy and kind of get a big man chuckles. I like to see him win it. Okay. Yeah, he ain't never won nothing else. He don't have no NBA title. Got no yet. ships. No. If he's so, right. Kenny always teasing him. Shaq gotta, always teasing him. He's got a gold medal. That's it. There you go. All right. What's the um? That what's the rest George. of your shirt, bro? I feel like it ties oh. into the podcast. Always be yourself, unless unless you can be Batman, then be Batman. Hundred percent. <laughs> I'm sticking with you, Art, man. What you got for us this week in the corner? Man, it's it's crazy because I was thinking about everything and kind of sticking back with the, the Jones's mindset. You know, you got to live for you. You got to make sure that no matter what's happening outside, no matter what you're seeing, what you're doing, um, be comfortable with what you're doing and your plan of action. You may not need the flash or want the flash because you are comfortable being just a guy or the girl in the Toyota Camry. And that's good for you. You don't have to be the person that that subscribes or puts everything into that Ferrari, but has nothing to show for it behind the scenes. So find you and who you are. And if you are the person that wants to be the the $200 million person, but only, but you're living, say, or say $200 million in debt, but you got $10 million in cash you can use. You can be that person and be fine with it. Or you can be a person that has $2 million that's just yours and you're comfortable, happy, living below your means your entire life and being fine with it. Find your goal, find your purpose and know who you are and be cool with it. And once you know you're cool with that process, life becomes what you want it to be. Live for you. Live for you and your family. Don't live for someone else. Absolutely. 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 I agree. That's why I ain't going to see that damn movie. <laughs> 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 hey Dave, what you got for us this week, man? Uh, no doubt, man. I um something I actually dropped on Instagram a couple of days ago now. Uh, yo, the one of the big things that helped me to transition from my struggle with my my health and my weight was defining or redefining my values, like shifting my values because I didn't necessarily hindsight. I didn't necessarily value health, 
right? I didn't necessarily value nutrition and physical activity, right, on the level that my dreams and aspirations said I did or suggested I did. So I think that if we change our values and stop looking at, uh, how can I say, you know, cake, you know what I mean, as a valuable item and say maybe this apple, you know, just throwing out, throwing out scenarios, right? Maybe this apple is more, more value. And as a person and redefine your character in that sense, I think that uh, we can make some, some serious ways, make some serious changes, and uh, this helps take over just that much more realistic for us. So change your values, change your life. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that, Jay. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, stay connected with us on all social media platforms at 13.4Please on Instagram and Facebook. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Vimeo, and YouTube each and every week. Um, and let us know. Keep it in. A, let us know in the comments what you think of the show, any show topics you want us to discuss. Uh, hit us up on any of our platforms. Leave it in the comments. Coach K, I'm not supposed to say that no more. I'm sorry. Edit that out. The Growth Alchemist. Tie it all together for us, baby. Listen, man, I, I, based, based on the, the podcast we just did, man, look, Coach K is part of who I am. The Growth Alchemist is part of who I am. I got to claim all of that. So, um, man, look, I don't know if we bored our audience today with the topic of conversation because if you haven't seen the movie, some of it would kind of be, man, what are they talking about? Um, but I give you guys a real-life uh, kind of example to go along with it. So I've always told the fellows, it's like, Hey, I have this other level that I can't get to. I know I have another level of intensity in my speaking. And for whatever reason, I can't reach it when I'm on the stage. And for a lot of you out there, you are in a similar situation where there is something that you want to do and you know that you have another level and you can't get to that level. And the reason that I cannot get to that level of intensity in that next level is because deep down inside there are things that I'm trying not to deal with. I'm trying not to expose my flaws and I'm trying not to uh, project my weaknesses. I don't want to make an error. And because of that fear of what's below, I can't get to ascension up top and give you that ultimate level of who I am as a speaker. And for some of you, you're in the same situation. You know that there's something more for you, but because you're not willing to go inside and deal with that thing that's below and that is that you're fearful of, you can't project on that upper level. And what I'm trying to tell you all today is become a whole person. Because whoever you believe in, God, Allah, Buddha, whoever, they made you with the intention of being a whole person. And if you deny any part of that person, you're going against the universe and you will never reach your ultimate potential. So go out there and be a whole person. There it is. There it is. Thank you all for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We are done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. <laughs>